Welcome to the Carolina Contractor Show with your host, General Contractor Donnie Blanchard. And welcome to another episode of the Carolina Contractor Show. And uh, today, we're going to be discussing one of the most crucial parts of any home, and that's going to be your roof. Hey, my name's Eric Smith. I do inside sales with Home Builder Supply in Wilson Greenville. Across from me, <laughs> the lovely and talented Donnie Blanchard, general contractor, also owner of Suretop Roofing and Blanchard Building Company. How are you, Mr. Donnie? Man, I'm doing great. It's been a big week. I'm sure it has, and, and we'll explain why it's been such a big week in just a minute. And we'll also get to the subject about your roof. Uh, your roof has all sorts of things that can happen, uh, wear and tear, damage from a storm, you need some repairs, maybe it's time for a replacement. But before you hire a contractor, there's some questions you need to ask. And when you're interviewing prospective roof contractors, there's questions you need to ask at that time. But before we get to the topic, I shall direct you to our lovely website. That's thecarolinacontractor.com. The the and thecarolinacontractor.com is part of the website address, so put that in. There you can find old shows that you can download and listen to. They're categorized by date. They're also categorized by subject, so if there's something specific you want to listen to, you can find it there. And we've got tons of subjects inside, outside of your house. Um, as a matter of fact, we've got, uh, what, are we flirting with 300 shows? We probably are. Yeah, <laughs> if we're not, it's on me because I hadn't got all the uploads caught up, but I'm doing my best over here and you know, kind of hard to work in the field raise a family. And then at the end of the day, you know, it's, it's my time to catch up on social media and, and radio show stuff. But if every single thing that we put out there were counted, we'd be way over 300. So you can check out our social media links at the website because there you can see where you've been uploading a lot of shows and links to the shows, no matter what format you like to listen to them. All the information's there. YouTube links also ask the contractors up there as well. Hey, one thing I want to add to that is I figured out a way to take our show cover, our podcast cover, and add audio to that. So you no longer have to go to a podcast platform to listen to the shows. If you want to go to Instagram and Facebook, uh, if you just go to the latest post, you know, the audio will be attached to the show cover. And uh, moving forward, I, we really haven't put this out there, but, you know, you and I have the video capability now. So in the next, I'd say, month, is that realistic? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So sometime in the next month, we're going to start dropping video versions of our radio show. So super excited about that. Yep. Going to be cool. Now, the beginning of the show, you mentioned you're, you're tired, Donnie, and a lot of stuff going on. And that's because 50-50 Flip Season 2 dropped on Hulu. It's 10 episodes and Hulu dropped them all at once. So you can see Donnie. He's the general contractor of this show. He's tired today because of the excitement that's been going on regarding the launch of this new Season 2. But that's a lot less work than you're doing before when you're doing like 70 to 80 hours a week. You're basically working two and a half jobs, right? Oh, yeah. And I have no idea how we pulled that off. But when it was in the books, you know, the waiting game was was, was hard because we couldn't mention anything about the show. We couldn't put anything on social media to promote the show. So they were basically like, you know, thank you for your time, but be quiet for six months. And um, now that everything has dropped, you know, a big reason I'm tired today is I couldn't stand it. I was like a little kid. I woke up at 3.30 a.m. They dropped at 3 a.m. on February 7th, and I woke up at 3.30, and I thought, nope, nope, I'm going to lay here, get my rest, and about 30 minutes later, I gave in to the pressure, and it was almost like the Santa Claus feeling as an adult because, you know, say you have a sibling, and you can't get out of bed until the younger kids wake up, and uh, I laid in the bed thinking, I got to go, I got to go, and, and to be honest, the very first thing that I did is watch the first episode where I knew they had coverage of the Carolina Contractor Show, so that was really neat to see them feature us and 
you know, you did great on camera. You just did your thing, man. You were just Eric. And of course, I was kind of corny. You you were kind of funny. And um, the parts that they decided to plug in there, I thought were really good. It was. And I've always identified you as lovely and talented. And so I did that for the TV show. And of all the things I said, I was hoping that would make it. And I just chuckled. I said, I don't have to be on the show ever again. I got to make my <laughs> special line directed to you. Anyways, 50-50 flip. It's on Hulu, 10 episodes. And then later, uh, this was like late spring, early summer. a Network's going to drop them over a 10-week period, correct? Yes, sir. Exactly. All right. So you'll have plenty of time to see 50-50 flip. Uh, Crystal and Dedrick, just great people. It's just fun show to watch about taking a house, buying it for 50, renovating it for 50, and then selling it. And Donnie's in every episode as the general contractor. So serious question. What do you think about the show now that you've seen a few episodes? Well, I watched some of it last year. What I will say is the houses are amazing this year, how they've been transformed. And I think you have a really good repartee with Crystal and Dedrick. And I think that's because previous people worked with the show, didn't understand the vision of the show. You got it. And I think your your work ethic and, and your level of craftsmanship is a little bit higher. So it makes everything pop. Yeah, we really made some magic, man. It was it was a big deal. And when I saw the open house and how these things turned out and what they went from and to, I was pretty proud of myself. So and and, and not just me, but we had a heck of a team. You know, the designers had to tell me what to put where they had to choose colors, accent walls, flooring and appliances, cabinets. And, you know, that wasn't me. I can't take credit for that part. But when they said, hey, we want this, I did have to execute. And they gave me a chance to shine, man. I um. I've got a lot of positive feedback. I did a morning show the day that it debuted, and I had no idea how many people were listening to that morning show, but uh, positive feedback for days afterwards. So very grateful for all the support and just really humbled by an opportunity to to do something like this and, and be the GC, be the guy on a nationally televised TV show. Well, I can't wait till season three when they uh – renovate the Smith house and Wilson. That's going to be an exciting episode, but let's not spoil that right now. <laughs> we'll talk about that in the future. Let's get on with today's show, Donnie. We're going to talk about getting a roof done, repaired, replaced, and it's a big deal. It's probably the most important part of your house. And what you need to ask a roofer before you hire them is very important. Donnie's a general contractor, but as we mentioned, he's also the owner of Suretop Roofing, and I would assume you've installed a couple roofs in your time then. Yep, a handful. How long has SureTop been in business, by the way? Decades? No, more than a decade. I would say about 14, 15 years. You will definitely know some things that the average person won't, and you know um, some things that the average roofer doesn't either. So I'm going to kind of play a prospective client, but I'm going to have questions that you should think about asking a roofer if you need a repair or replacement, and Donnie will go into detail of what you need to ask that roofer. So let's start off. You have a roof that needs repair. What do you need to do? The most important thing is to find someone who's willing to work with you without charging you a fee. And most roofers offer an inspection and an estimate at no charge. If someone does want to charge you for that, either they're not busy at all or they're too busy. And neither one of those are good indicators that that might be somebody you want to work with. So I would say, first things first, as a homeowner, do your homework. The most important thing is that you choose a roofer who is certified with all the major manufacturers. And I don't call names often on the show, but I will say CertainTeed, GAF, Owens Corning. Those are the big boys. Those are the Coke and the Pepsi of my world. You know, if you call a roofer out, say, hey, what kind of warranties do you offer? And if they say, hey, we just, we, you know, 
30-year warranty on the shingle. A 30-year warranty is a thing of the past. If someone's certified with a major manufacturer, they should be able to offer you a 50-year non-prorated warranty. And the reason we stick to those three major manufacturers is because they offer that 50-year non-prorated warranty and it's transferable. So um, getting in with the right folks up front will keep you from wasting your time and wasting their time. And so, you know, do a little digging, go to their website, maybe uh, check out the reviews and and just see who is qualified. Um, the next big question is, are they insured? Because no secret with a roof, you're working up high. A lot of times you are hanging from a harness. And so the chance that you may fall off of a roof and, you know, injury is is a thing that roofers are prone to. So uh, we pay a big time premium in insurance and we we do it the right way. But asking the company, you know, some of the smaller companies don't play by the same rules. So they may have a ghost policy is what it's called. And the owner of the company is insured. However, none of the workers are. And a ghost policy will get you by in most situations, but it's definitely not on the up and up. And, you know, the big deal with that is if someone does fall off your, of your roof and they get hurt and only the owner of the company is insured, then your homeowner's insurance is going to foot the bill for that guy. You don't want to deal with any of that mess. So will SureTop show up or will it be a sub showing up to do the work? So we've had the same workers for about 15 years and our crews are amazing. They go to school every single year and they do all the continuing education to keep our certifications with the manufacturer. So from our crew leader down to the lowest guy on the totem pole, everybody goes to class multiple times a year. So they know all the ins and outs for the warranty specs and yeah, it's 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 definitely a big difference from what you would have with a storm chaser. And I don't mean to call anybody out, but a lot of our competition, all they do is use subcontractors. And when you agree to let them do your roof, you know, they call in a guy who might work for five, 10 different roofers in the area. But we have folks who work specifically for us. And um, these guys are their family. So they do a great job for us. And we've kept them around for a long time. Next question people wonder about is after you give them an estimate and then you come out and you start working on the house, what are some things that can cause that price to change? Well, with the contract, of course, you you know, there's really no changing in the contract price, but some of the variables are if you've had a leak, the likelihood that you may have bad plywood is definitely something to take into consideration because uh, that leak, you know, whether it be around a pipe boot or flashing, you know, whether you have real plywood or OSB, all those are factors that have to be taken into consideration. And so um, really, if the price does change, it, it's usually minor. We've had some circumstances where we have 20, 30 pieces of plywood to change, and there's no way to know that unless you pull shingles off when you go out to give them an estimate. So that's a chance you take. And it's one of those things where if somebody's neglected a roof and they let it go, then um, that that increases the likelihood that you'll have more than less bad plywood. But really, plywood is is the big variable, and that's the only thing that can cause the price to change. But we're always upfront about that, and I think that that's 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 important to tell the homeowner, hey, you know, if you've had a roof that you let go for ten years too late, then it, it may be extra. We don't know that until we pull the shingles. But to prepare somebody and set those expectations, I think is key. Should you take advantage of putting gutters on when you're getting your roof done? Always after. It drives me crazy because some folks will say, hey, I've been doing home upgrades and we just got our gutters done and now we're going to do our roof. That is the exact opposite order. We always say top down. So think about your roof as the top. If we do it, it's sure top. Just get that. I had to throw that in there. Um, I see what you did. (laughs) But no, gutters need to come after. If you think about all the ladders that are going to be against the house and we take the proper precautions with existing gutters, but at the same time, it just makes more sense to go ahead and replace the roof. And when the roof's all fine and good, then go ahead and get the gutters replaced after that, because uh, it just makes sense to go in that order of operation. 
At the beginning of the show, Donnie, you mentioned the the 30-year warranty, the 30-year shingle is a thing of the past. They should be talking 50-year. What are some other details about warranties that come with a roof? Well, yeah, it just basically the the shingles, when you buy them from the shingle supply house or from one of the big box stores, you know, architectural shingle is a 30-year shingle. And to break that down, a three-tab shingle, which looks like the brick pattern on your roof, you know, those are either 20 or 25-year roofs. So I would say that the big deal with the architectural shingle is when you are certified with a manufacturer, you have to use a, a specific starter strip, you know, a particular ice and water shield. You have to use the right ridge vent and their ridge cap. And when you register the warranty, you have to show proof from the receipts that you bought this product for this house. And then basically that ties you into a 50-year warranty instead of a 30. The big difference with somebody that's certified versus not is, like I mentioned before, that's a 30-year prorated warranty versus a 50-year non-prorated warranty that's transferable. So, I mean, that's almost double. And I would say that the peace of mind is the first thing, but the big thing is you qualify for a wind rating that's unlimited. And uh, GAF is, you know, basically our primary uh, shingle supplier. And GAF has an unlimited wind warranty, meaning if you lose a shingle, you don't have to go through the insurance company. You can go right there to to GAF and they will replace it if it's properly installed and you still lost a shingle. Side note there, I have about 200 roofs on the coast. In full transparency, we've lost a couple of hip caps, things like that on on some of our coastal roofs, but we've never lost shingles. And I want to say we're up to nine or 10 hurricanes since we installed those 200 roofs. So that's really strong. And that was pre-HDZ. When it was just a high definition shingle, they had a 130 mile an hour wind rating. Uh, They switched it to the HDZ where they mechanically attached the top and bottom layer of the shingle. And that went to unlimited when they did the code book testing in 2019. So basically the shingle is stronger than it's ever been. And the 200 that we have on the coast were when it was just HD. So very strong shingle there. A few shows ago, we were talking about using three tab shingles versus starter strip, because if you don't have that starter strip that they designate, they don't have to honor the warranty. And it's maybe, we did the math, 150 to 200 bucks more. It's not even really measurable in the price of getting the new roof. When I see that happen, it's usually because people don't have accounts at a roofing supply. So uh, they just take a three-tab shingle and they flip it upside down for the starter, like you said, and then they cut it on a three-tab shingle to make their own ridge cap in the field. And I'm thinking, guys, it's less than $100. The labor is going to be more than $100 to cut all those three-tab shingles to do the ridge cap in entire house. If you have a 180 feet of ridge, then, you know, they got to have a man on the ground over there just cutting ridge cap all day long. So uh, it doesn't make any sense. And I just think that it's a difference in, you know, I tell customers all the time, ask the right questions. And because, you know, you may not know what to say, what to ask, you definitely need to say, hey, where do you get the shingles from? Do you use all the same products? Because if your roofer isn't set up with an account at a roofing supply company specifically, he probably can't get his hands on the right product. And this is a Carolina Contractor Show, and that's one of the questions you need to ask if you're considering getting roof repair or roof replacement and you want to talk to a roofing company. And Donnie is a general contractor, but he also owns SureTop Roofing. He's been doing it almost 15 years now, so he knows a thing about it, and that's why we're asking him these questions. Probably one of the most common questions is someone calls up your company and says, do you do insurance claims? I'm sure you do. We don't chase them, but but when they come to us, we definitely try to handle them with the right approach because uh, a lot of people, they have a leak and they say, well, I'm calling my insurance company. What it really boils down to with insurance is, you know, if it's a warranted claim and the two things in our area that are warranted claims usually are wind and hail. 
if it's wind damage, you know, it's black and white, it's a hole in one. The first question I ask people, do you have damage on the front and the back? Because an insurance company will usually just pay for one slope or the other. If you have missing shingles on the front and the back, you know, you're, you're a shoe in for a claim. I say, go for it. You know, they say, well, it's an old roof and I neglected it for a while. That doesn't matter. We talk about insurance from time to time. And what insurance does is they will depreciate an old roof. So they'll take the value of it down and they will depreciate it by sometimes 50, 60, 70%. But if you have RCV, replacement cost value on your policy, which most 80%, 90% of people do, then you qualify to recover that depreciation. So the age of the roof should not come into play. If you have an old roof and you lost shingles during a big storm, it just means that you got your money's worth out of that 25-year three-tab shingle and we had a big windstorm and you lost shingles, but but don't let that scare you and it's still okay to, to file the claim. The hail is the big variable in the insurance world because every company measures hail differently. I really want to call out somebody by name, but I won't do it. When they qualify you for hail on a roof replacement, they do something called a test square, which is a 10 by 10 section on your roof. And they draw that out and they basically measure how many hail strikes you have in that 10 by 10 square. And the amount of hail strikes that qualify for a replacement is determined by the insurance company. So that's the big variable. You know, some companies say that if you have four or five in that 10 by 10 square, then you're good to go. We'll replace your roof. And some of them say it needs to be as many as, you know, 50. And that's very much not, it's not fair. I mean, it really isn't. And a couple of the companies, you know, they just have much more strict criteria for qualifying for that replacement. And um, we, we could do a whole show on the, who to pick on the insurance claims. I think we have before, but, you know, definitely steer clear of the giant companies. And if you're already with one, that's okay, because the likelihood of you having a claim is pretty low in this area. But if you ever approach anybody about getting a new insurance company, I would say go with the smaller companies because their criteria is definitely not as strict. One thing that I, I do monthly is I have to do a write-up for people here and there to say, hey, I inspected the roof. We repaired what needed to be repairing. And they're okay for another five to 10 years because the insurance companies are out there trying to drop people right now. And uh, very unfair. You get a little old lady and you know she's got a house and her roof's been maintained just fine. And they come out and do a drive-by and say, hey, we're going to drop you, lady. If you don't replace your roof right now, while I would love to do the roof replacement, you know, my heart goes out to these folks because they're obviously on a fixed income and, you know, not everybody can afford a eight ten thousand $10,000 roof just at the drop of a hat. So uh, we do the write-ups for these people and we try to fight for them, but they are definitely getting more and more strict every single day. Donnie, we talked about being licensed and being certified. And what does someone who's looking at a contractor need to specifically ask when it comes to, are you licensed or certified? What do they need to see? I would say the insured part is probably the bigger of the two, because if you are insured, that's that's a bigger deal. With a license, you know, in North, in North Carolina, you have to have a license to do jobs over $30,000 and most roof replacements do not exceed $30,000. I wish that the limit was lower. In Virginia, it's 5000 So if you do a roof in Virginia, you have to have a GC license and that eliminates a lot of the competition. As far as the insured question, I would just request a copy of their general liability and their workers' compensation. And if you ask somebody that and they act like that's a big deal, then right there they get disqualified. So that that's not out of the ordinary question. And we get that all the time. But if somebody's not properly insured, you know, that that's going to tell you the tale if they don't want to give you the, their certificate. Can a homeowner see some of your completed jobs? Oh, absolutely. We keep a database of every color. Uh, every address. And um, we also can tap into a database with GAF and CertainTeed. 
if someone wants to see, you know, two or three designer shingle roofs, because people don't install those as frequently as they do the architectural shingles, but we have access to as many roofs as you want to see. And I think the easiest way now that every camera is 4k and people have drones, uh, especially us, we really try to get after it with the drone and you can go to our social media and see just about everything that you want to see. And we have weathered wood, charcoal, all the gray family from Certainty to GAF. And so uh, it's just a lot easier to browse online. And I tell folks all the time, just get an idea for what you think you may like. And it, if you want one in the gray family, the brown family, or the charcoal black family, then let us know that. And we can kind of guide you for what we think that would look best on your house. And then uh, ultimately save you a lot of driving around just by looking at some good 4K pictures. All right, Donnie, uh, you talked to us. We liked the samples. We saw some of the examples of houses by driving by them. My wife said, I think this Donnie is a good character. Let's hire him. When can you start? And just as important, when are you going to be finished? How long is this going to take? I know I hate to keep going back and putting the weight of the world on my crew's shoulders, but my crews are amazing. And normally we can finish a job in a day. If it's an average size house, we can have everything torn off by about 10 o'clock. And when we go back with the new shingles, you know, on a longer day, that is, if it gets dark at five o'clock, it may be another story. But from here on out this year, you know, we can normally finish a job in a day. I would say that it's really dependent on the house, because if you have a two story steep pitch house, you know, you got to take those shingles up higher. You got to hang from a rope and harness all day. And that really slows things down. But um, just on an average house, especially if it's walkable, we'll be in and out in a day. And the only way you'll know we were there is when you look up and see the new roof. So it's all dependent on the guys. I've, I've watched other roofing crews work side by side with us in a subdivision, and they took three days for what it takes us one. But we have a well-oiled machine. So uh, we're set up to get in and out in, you know, before you get home from work in most cases. What about payments? Do you have to pay the full price up front or is it wait till the job's done or? Normally we get a deposit. And so uh, that's that's pretty much standard protocol. And we get the deposit. And then um, when we're finished, of course, we walk around, make sure everything's good to go. Uh, if there's any damaged plywood, we revise the bill and send that over. But, you know, if somebody wants to hold payment up front, I would say steer clear of that contractor. So that's not really protocol in our world. But yeah, um, just a deposit for half is is what we normally ask. And that, that's industry standard. That's, that's not anything crazy. And, you know, it just kind of keeps things on the up and up between us and the homeowner. Sure. Top roofing is going to handle the entire installation, right? Oh, absolutely. Start to finish, you know, you'll deal with me or one of the sales guys. And, and a lot of times I follow up with the homeowner just behind the sales guys. And you get a lot of attention. Kim in the office is wonderful. And she's a big part of the process as well. From color selection to the contract signing, you know, we have every piece in place just to make this a smooth experience. I hear a lot of commercials from some installers and they brag about hand nailing. Oh, gosh, I'm so glad you brought that up because um, I think that's just a sales pitch. You know, we, we, we can hand nail all day long. And if someone asks me or they're hell bent on that, I say, no problem. We got you. But it, it extends the life of the job out by almost another day. And the reason I say it's a sales pitch is because pneumatic nail guns did not have pressure gauge adjustments on the gun itself. You had to adjust it at the compressor. You had to just really stay on top of it all day. So it was a tough thing. And a lot of times they would overshoot the nails. Uh, now, all of our, especially our guns, um, they all have the pressure adjustment right there on the trigger almost. So as long as you have someone who can adjust the pressure, you never run a risk of overshooting that nail. And I think we've talked about this on the air before. If it's summertime and you got a guy hanging from a harness 
and it's 100 degrees outside, meaning it's about 140 or 50 on that roof. At three o'clock in the afternoon, I trust a pneumatic nailer way more than I trust a tired forearm. So I really think that you get more bang for the buck and a better quality install if you just use a nail gun in that circumstance. Have them price it out and you'll see that those companies are making another grand to two grand on the job and you're not getting any better of an install. When you get an estimate for the price, that's going to include the removal and the cleanup and the whole thing from start to finish. There's no extra fees coming in at the beginning or end of that job, right? Oh, no, no. Um, Basically, the, I, I would ask the people, how, how do you prep the house? Because we put tarps down all the way around the house. So anything that comes off from the landscaping area to the yard, it all hits a tarp. And we take everything from that tarp into the dump trailer. We don't use dumpsters because a lot of times they can gouge a driveway because of the weight and where the dumpster makes contact. You know, it's just no way around it because that's a very heavy thing and it's making contact with the concrete. You know, sometimes you get scrapes and gouges. So we use a dump trailer that's on tires and uh, we don't run the risk of, of any of that. But Definitely a worthy question to say, hey, how do you prep for this thing? How do you how do you cover uh, everything in the my porches, my deck, my what do you do with the deck furniture? How do you uh, take care of the landscape? And those are all worthy questions. And definitely somebody who has their ducks in a row will uh, be able to give you a plan of action in, in that circumstance. And I would have an extra consideration because I have a 20 by 40 in ground pool in my yard. So that's something that I would be concerned about and definitely ask you, hey, an extra precaution. I definitely don't want nails finding their way into my pool. So hence the tarping and and making sure you have a good uh, barrier around everything, I guess. Absolutely. With a pool, I'd say if you have a pool in the backyard, definitely a good idea to do a roof replacement in the winter. I mean, do do it while the pool's covered up because that's just an extra layer that's already in place. And um, that makes sense. We've talked a lot about the questions you want to ask a roofer before you sign a contract to have them do work on your house. And we've mentioned roofers in a generic way. And though we've been open that you own SureTop Roofing, to be around 15 years says something. So what is it that makes SureTop Roofing better than the average roofer? Yeah, definitely. I didn't want this to come across as a a sales pitch. And so I'm glad you asked me that. But I would say when I look at the competition, they definitely don't have guys who are tenured to the tune of 15 years. They're all good people. They're all very trustworthy to have on your job site. And in the background, you know, my sales guys that go out and the and the folks that you will talk to for the estimates, you know, they're very well versed in all the warranty specifications. And the lady in the office that you'll speak to, Kim, she's just wonderful with people. And I just feel like we have every layer in place to make it a smooth process. You know, if you just have a small company and you don't have anybody to talk to and they give you an estimate on a napkin, you know, what kind of what 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 do you have to work with there? And, um, you know, we're middle of the road on pricing because our warranties, I feel like, are stronger than everybody in town. So my goal was to hit base hits. We're not trying to hit a home run on anybody. We want base hits because we, we want our referral tree to be that much bigger than everybody else. So. We have every layer in place right down to the 15-year tenured crew. So I just think that that sets us apart from a lot of the guys around town. We stand behind everything that we put on. So we've got people, and there are labor warranties, and that's all legitimate. But if somebody calls me and says, hey, you know, I've got a problem that that we don't know how to fix, or I have something other than the roof, and, and we need your help with this, you know, we always show up for that. So I think that's big. I think the fact that we are multifaceted, we're not just roofers, we can do, we don't advertise this, but we can do framing, siding, gutters, boxing, anything on the exterior of the house is right in our wheelhouse. 
So uh, yeah, just got a good group of folks and I feel like we are a good candidate for your job if you decide to give us a call. Give him a test. You can start at the website, suretoproofing.com. You know all the questions asked Donnie. He'll provide all the documentation, a portfolio of houses they've done. So you can look at those. You can see them on social media. So again, just start right at the website, suretoproofing.com. A side question, Donnie, at the end of the day, do you look at that house and the work done and, you know, kind of be like, that's some pretty darn good work right there. That looks good. I definitely do. And uh, it never gets old, never gets old. So if you're ready for roof replacement, maybe it's repair, just get the free estimate. You can start at suretoproofing.com and Dining and his team will get in contact with you, set up that estimate, walk around, talk to you and show you stuff. And next thing you know, you got a beautiful new roof. Donnie, I appreciate you giving us details on what to ask a roofer when you need a repair replacement. Yep. Always good to put it out there. And thanks for bringing it up. And don't forget, check out Donnie and you'll see me for a little bit, but see Donnie on 5050 Flip. He's general contractor on that show. All 10 episodes have dropped on Hulu. So you can check out his other work along with roofing. You can see samples of that on the show. And you can get details about that and a whole lot of other stuff by going to the website, the carolinacontractor.com. Maybe next week we'll talk more about some of the 50-50 flip episodes since there's 10 of them to talk about. Sound cool to you, Donnie? Sounds great, man. I'll see you next week. All right. See you guys next week. And thanks for listening to the Carolina Contractor Show. Thanks for listening to the Carolina Contractor Show. Learn more at thecarolinacontractor.com. Attention, okay, Eddie's, and listen up. This is Sergeant Slaughter, WWE World Heavyweight Champion and Drill Instructor for G.I. Joe. And I have a high-priority communication message for all military personnel called Operation Slaughter. Sure Top Roofing believes in making an effort to assist our veterans and all military men and women who are actively serving in our United States Armed Forces. Sure Top Roofing has teamed up with GAF to offer you a $250 rebate on all full roof replacements. The top brass at Sure Top Roofing has ensured me that they will match the $250 rebate by covering all warranty registrations for their 50-year enhanced warranty so that you, their heroes, can be secure in your home barracks. So here's your orders. Visit SureTopRoofing.com to schedule your free Roof for Troops estimate and tell them that the Sarge sent you. Any questions? Good. God bless you and may God continue to bless America. USA, number one. Yo, Joe!